Kirk Cousins coming up big. We like that, Kirk. We <laughs> definitely like that. Little testy pop in there as well. He's um, ruined my prediction already. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Saints winning, but... Do you want to change? I've changed I've changed three of mine already. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late to change. That's the thing, is it? That's the end. Whenever you want, just update update it and then we'll, no one's going to listen I'll back to that I'll prediction <laughs> special, are they? <laughs> I'll tell you after, anyway. Uh, uh, welcome back to the Grainy Sports Podcast, powered by Three Corps Brew for the People and Paddy the Baker, Baker your local baker. Uh, we're your host, Reese and Scott. It's good to be back. Um, House of Grouse Studio 2 today, not Studio 1, something a little bit different. We're in the, uh, in the big smoke today. Yeah, we've got a special guest coming on later in the show, and we're pretty excited to have him on. If you follow us on social media, it's um, Jay Furness coming in, the Iron Man himself. Uh, so should be a good episode. We'll quickly basically run through... Um, mainly the American sports and EPL before he gets here because Jay himself is mainly into Aussie sports. So we'll quickly run through that first for the first half an hour and then we'll um, get into this interview because uh, he'll be here shortly. So um, let's get into it, Scotty. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, we'll, start, we'll start on a bit of the world of EPL, soccer and all that. It's all been a bit um, different, a bit disjointed with like a lot of FA Cup ties. Uh, the Carabao Cup or the English Cup ties. And, uh, yeah, the APL sort of gets a bit of a break this time of year. But some interesting matchups. There were some big ones, especially especially for us against uh, City. We got done 3-1 quite convincingly at home. Did at you Old watch Trafford. it? No, I didn't watch that one. I thought you would have got up and watched it. It was on Bain Sport. I was uh, nursing a hangover on that one. Oh, yeah? And, uh, What'd you do? I missed the start. Tuesday night cans, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you with? That's what happens Monday when you're a teacher. Hey. We've got mates everywhere. Oh, there you go. How good's that? Not on another date, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I saved them for the weekend. Dog uh, the boys. Yeah, dog the boys. You you come to the cricket, don't <laughs> drink, but yet you go on dates. <laughs> uh, you got to look after yourself at the end, don't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah, so um, United obviously had the disappointing result this morning. Uh, Leicester versus Aston Villa in the other semi-final with it end up being a one-all draw. Um, I'll just watch the highlights just before. Um, Barty actually missed a few chances. Um, they're not clear-cut chances, but good enough chances that you'd expect Barty, the form he's on. He's got like the best um, goal-to-shot ratio in the in the league, basically. You'd think he'd bury him, but um, yeah, the, uh, the goal came from Inacho, yeah, the equaliser. And it was from a mistake from Villa, uh, free kick, short free kick, and um, uh, one of the lesser players came in with a good tackle and, and took the ball away, and you know Archer finished off. Um, you could you help me out here? Was that League Cup or FA Cup? That was the League Cup. Okay, so, so the so winner the versus the um, presumably will be Man City. Yeah. Um. So where was that at Villa or at? That was at Leicester. Leicester. Okay, yeah. so they got to go back to Villa. They got to go back to Villa. Okay, all right. Um, so that's w- that's well balanced that one. And Villa hot and cold, but they could get up for that match. But Leicester pretty hot. You tip them to go through and play. Yeah, you'd, e- you'd expect so, but it's a cup tie. Anything could happen. Villa might put the, all their eggs in that basket. Seeming, oh, you wouldn't think so though. Seeming they're in a relegation fight. They yeah. want to stay up. The magic of the cup. The Who magic knows? of the cup. We could go to s- the Eddie Hadden win. 7-0. Jesse Lingard, four goals. What a hero. 
Hey, well, 3-1 down against Paris, so he was chance. True that, true that. But without depleted squad, we need to buy this window for Manchester yeah. United. If we don't, Ollie will be the the scapegoat from it all. No. Yeah. Because he's not getting back from the owners. Because quite simply, you look at Man City squad, you look at Man United squad, completely different, like, in class. It's just... No, two two injuries kill us. Pogba and uh, McTominay out. Like Manchester United shouldn't have him be relying on a player like McTominay, who's only uh, he's only twenty three himself. He's only a youngster. He's an academy product. Half our players are academy products. Yep. That shows how mu- how inept we are. We have been in transfer market. So. Yeah, and this is this is it now. Crunch time. I think like the only signing has been that. Um, Kunakami or Munakani, the Japanese player from Salzburg, went to Liverpool. That's the only one yeah, I've seen. That is. I'm, I'm, I'm stuffing that up was the, the name. But that was only for seven million. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah. that was, but obviously that wasn't. Bargain. They don't need it. They don't need anyone. They're just strengthening their squad and getting their depth sorted. All really, top, all top clubs should do. Yep. And Man Good City, business. Man City are gain, regaining a bit of form now. Yeah, I guess they just need to. That's a convincing win, and like how coolly they did it. Yeah. As well. Uh, but again, they need to do that in the Premier League more often. They've been. It's their defence that's been letting them down this year, but they yeah. just. Um, just how Pep set them up was just. He did do a masterclass. Yeah, it was. He basically retired. Uh, Kev basically retired Phil Jones, you reckon, from a United shirt after that? <laughs> he was retired after the Sheffield <laughs> after that game. Tackle, it was the only. Oh we literally man. have a, all our centre backs are on the um, injury list. Sold him. Twan Zabi, Maguire, Bailly. Uh, Rojo yeah, haven't seen any of them all year have you it's just been Lindelof McGuire doing everything but man he sold him a ham sandwich on that one absolutely <laughs> How good left him sandwich. for dead bro but quality he's too much quality in that side still miss the um, the the goal David Hay made a good save he just came straight back yeah. out to Pereira yeah. for the own goal and um, oh, I've got that good stat for you I told you the other day was it in the last no in the last two years Bernardo Silva, who plays for Manchester <laughs> yeah. City, has more goals at Old Trafford than Jesse Lingard does. So if that's not saying anything about what I was saying to him before, like well, the stats don't tell all the tale, and like, all he says, all he runs and he works hard, but man, that's yeah, a, but all that's, that's pretty bad. What people don't understand is what all he says and what he actually thinks are two different things. He's just trying to keep a squad happy to do the opposite of what Mourinho did. Yeah, true. Um, but in Respect saying that, that, did you see uh, did you see Jesse Lingard's employed Nino Riola now as his manager? Uh, Piss off. Uh, yeah, get rid of him. Anyway, uh, we don't have to get into that. We have, we did. Let's not go any further. Um, saw a good thing the other day. I was just talking to you about it before. If you had to pick uh, the England midfield, it's um obviously there's quite a few contenders. It's hard to pick. Um, there's people like there's like Grealish, there's Madison. Oxlade Chamberlain, Henderson, Milner, Winks, Dyer, Deli Alley, Mason Mount, Declan Rice. That's just the names we just put down quickly. And you think, because even those guys like like Jack Grealish, even in a Villa team that aren't doing as well, like especially Liverpool, he's a bit impressive. Well, so I've been growing on him, though. Just um, listen to a few other people's opinions on him, too. Like, he just. He's just a stud, like. Yeah. And he's got that cockiness about yeah. him. That he's got he's got ticker as well. Yeah. You can tell he loves that. He loves the club. Like bringing him up as captain from the championship last yeah. year to this. Um, could be good in an England shirt, but like bit of definitely a bit of leadership. Yeah, for sure. There's, they'd be um, they've got a pretty stacked side. They've they're gonna come on a run now because they've even in their attacking senses they've got Sterling, Kane, Rashford, 
Sancho, if, um, Tammy Abraham's coming on. Yeah, true. They've got some Yeah, talent. they're stacked. And not to mention Jamie Vardy, who hasn't been able to have a crack yeah. purely because of Harry Kane. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, they are pretty stacked. It's just... Um, Anything they got Trent at right back? Trent at right back with Aaron... Wambasaka, the yeah. um, they probably the backup. He could, they could play left back though, because he, he he doesn't have to go forward. He just needs to defend. Well, if they played a three centre backs, um, mm-hmm. he'd be good on that right side of who, the. Who right do they play at their centre backs? England, uh, Maguire, Stones. Um, does he still get a run? I think he did in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, they've got Tyrone Mings, um, Nathan Ake. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nathan Ake's um, not English. Dutch. He's from another country. <laughs> I'm just so used to it because he's been playing in England yeah, ever in since Bournemouth. he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming up through the Chelsea ranks there. Um, anything else you want to touch on there? Oh, I like that. Oh, the um, what was it? that was that Liverpool beat Everton, and they played their kids and they had that um yeah, their reserve team. their reserve team and they won nil and that kid scored the cre- uh, screamer Curtis yeah. Jones. Yeah, it was a good goal. To be honest, I'm Boom. watching it. With the hairstyle, like the fluffy hairstyle. Yeah. They look, I thought it was Salah from first glimpse. Who? Salah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salah's black and six foot. Look at him. Get <laughs> he wasn't black. He's light skin. He's a light skin brother. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's like Chris Brown. Um, but yeah, like that just shows that even like they don't even have, the, they don't even have the, the best team. Like the culture and everyone's happy and everyone knows the system and they can sort of pluck or put players in when they need to whenever they need to rest and they know that place they're going to do the job yeah sort of thing doesn't it like just show how well they're doing and it shows how well they're coached as well that's just a good sign that you've got a good manager and Klopp he's um hasn't put a foot wrong since he's been at Liverpool yeah carving up carving up alright Scotty let's yeah. um talk about the NBA yep see Embiid's finger <laughs> <laughs> I did I did that was a funny one it was uh he was facing north and he's finger was pointing east uh, the funny thing is i um i usually get real cringy about that type of stuff like, yeah, oh one, yeah it's that gross one, that one didn't you freak go oh that, oh, one, that, that one didn't really freak me out maybe because there was no blood or anything yeah it still looked pretty messed up they see how ben simmons said no it was like a little quote it was like oh man it was like oh shit man i almost threw up <laughs> <laughs> um in the biggest news in uh the basketball world this week though the perth wildcats have just signed miles Plumley, the 346 nba veteran rim protector um, Who did he last play for? He was playing in China. Right. So, but Probably I haven't heard from him from a bit. Yeah, so he's played in Indiana. He's played for your Phoenix Suns, the Bucks, Hornets and Hawks. And then he went to China. His brother's still in the league. Uh, I think he's at the Hornets, Mason. Yep. But that's a good sign for Perth. They're, um, they'll be a really good addition for their side to coming into the um, playoffs. And they're already good. The yeah. Wildcats too, aren't they? Yeah, they've won a f- quite a few championships the last few years. So, he, yeah, he runs a floor well. He, both him and his brother, they're both um, long, athletic um, centers. Yep. And they, they're pretty fit, so. Will he uh, have the Lamello effect? No. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Zero swag. Yeah. How's the, um, the Bonnie effect? The Bronny, like the high school Bronny. Yeah, the high school Yeah, uh, Yeah, see that, um, what they played at. Minnesota's um, high school against Minnesota's Minnesota, game. but they played in like the Timberwolves building, yeah, wasn't it? And they got seventeen thousand like yeah. fans, and Minnesota Timberwolves only average fifteen thousand fans <laughs> <Yeah>. home game. <laughs> <laughs> they had the Bronny effect and uh, Zare Wade. 
that he say his name? That's Dwayne Wade's son as well. Yeah, it's something. Something Zari or Zay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, he's in that team as well, isn't he? Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. No, well, there you go. I'm pretty start. sure. Yeah, high school basketball, killing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I actually tagged him during the week was the um, the Michael Jordan doc that's meant to drop. Um, I'm not sure exactly when. I think it's midway through this year. That'll be. That'll look fucking sick. Yeah, he Just was like. Because you hear the stories about how um, competitive he was and how intense he was, he, he was, and you c- will be able to see a lot of the people around him, or even himself, ha- like hopefully, like just giving some gem, gem stories and of like what he got up to and how competitive he was and all the shit he did. Because there's some, there's some gold out there that you hear that's just yeah. like crazy. And w- we didn't get to really see Michael Jordan play at all. Um, he was winning championships when we were born, so. Um, it'll be an interesting insight because we've grown up with the LeBron era and like you see a lot of younger people now saying LeBron's a goat but it's it's hard to say when you haven't seen both of them play in action so the yeah. doco will give us a good um, a good visual of what basically he was like yeah true um, when was when did you say that? about halfway I through th- the year I think it's halfway through the year depending on probably where you live yeah true I saw New Zealand comes out in the winter yeah, so halfway through the year. Oh, keep your eyes open. No. Oh, going back to the La- the Lamello effect, the the Miles Plumley effect that will not happen. Um, Lamello donated a month of his salary to um, Bushfire Appeal. Yep. And uh, he got that sort of came off all the, or not off the back of like Nick Kyrgios, but like sh- I reckon he deserves a lot of credit. A month's sh- salary for him would be a fair bit. I don't know yeah. exactly what he's on, but he'd be close well, to rumored, rumored like high, um, close high hundreds. Yeah. yeah. So you think it'd have to be like seventy k, eighty k, or something yeah. like that? Maybe sixty. Like that's a good chunk of money. It's not like he's going to be short for it in the future. In no. Fairness to him. No. Unless he goes down and does a few ACLs in the next few months, yeah. but he's not. But I think it goes to show as well, like how easily he could have, as an eighteen-year-old kid, just coming. Obviously, he came out here to set himself up for the draft. And like he could have just trained, played, yeah, locked himself inside and just worked his ass off, like basketball wise. But it obviously shows he's he has a care for the community and like an interest in what's happening, not only just in Australian basketball, but what's happening because he lives here now, I guess. So maybe he does have that connection, and it's good to see because you didn't see. Was any you other telling me he's at um he's down the gong and you were down there or your mate was down there and he was having a good chat with him. Yeah, oh. it was a it was a mate of a mate, so a yeah, mate of a mate, mate. story. Yeah, yeah saw Lavar Ball at Guzman Guzman White oh. game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a good shared some tacos and had a chat with him. Lavar's the um the outspoken one in the family, that's for sure. Yeah, so. but no, and yeah, like Nick Kyrgios, and he started the uh the drive with the two hundred dollars a serve a serve, and then you saw like Alex Zimmerman too. He just um he just won last night, didn't he? Was it Kyrgios, last night? Yeah. he won this morning. He's this playing morning. right now as well. He's playing doubles with Dimonor. Live oh, that's what I in Studio 2, we're going to have to stop the pod and go out and check the score. That's why we have five minutes of dead time. <laughs> but he won this morning. Demon all lost a second. So it was one all against Great Britain. They need to win the doubles now to uh, go through. But yeah. just And then it was good to see everyone else getting on board behind that. You saw the cricketers get on board. Then you saw Ben Simmons get on board. And now yeah. obviously all the celebrities and stuff as well. But and then Warney auction off from yeah. his um, baggy dream, which is massive. Like 500k? Like that. Is that what it's at? Yeah. I last saw it at three fifteen, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Like for a bloke to grow up, dream of playing for Australia and getting that baggy dream, only to sell it for yeah. it, it's very selfless and um 
to be honest, I hope whoever buys it is um, seeing that they've got that much money to fork out on a baggy green, they they basically just give it back to Warning because I think that'd have a lot of sentimental value to him. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Never know. And they're all, there's a lot of there's a um, charity cricket game coming up. The AFL have just announced uh, their state of origin, um, which all proceeds will go to the bushfire field. So um, it's good to see Australia come together, especially our sporting community, yeah. um, together for the um, horrific bushfires that have been happening in our country. So shout out the boys. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah, and then lastly, NBA, I just wanted to today, like, oh, back, back to the sport. Yeah. Um, today, there was a game today. It finished, the score was, it was my, not my Houston Rockets, but I don't mind the Houston Rockets. A lot of people <laughs> don't like the Houston Rockets, but I don't mind them. And they played the Hawks. I don't know if you're taking the piss or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just, I've got this newfound respect for James Harden's game. And is I've got it, a, I've got, it, I've got, is got it really because me and Brucey just. No, I've, no, I've got a question for you as well. I've oh, got, sweet. I've got something for you. So they beat the Hawks today, one twenty-two to one fifteen. All right. So it was Trey Young and um, James Harden. They went on it. They both had forty-point triple doubles. The first game in NBA history to have two forty-plus triple doubles. Trey had forty-two, thirteen, and ten, and the Beard had forty-one, ten, and ten. So Trey had the better stats, and you know what? Actually, um. Like I'm quite impressed with is Trey's rebounding, thirteen rebounds for a bloke that's six yeah. four. I didn't even really think about that. Because he just, he just really he sort of just scutters around the court and shoots threes from the logo and does behind the back, behind the back, through the legs, sells a dummy and then gets to the bucket. It must be purely because James Harden's doing their step back. They take a lot of threes, Houston in yep. general, so they'd get a lot of um, big rebounds there, like the big bounce off the rim. So. Might fall his way. Yeah, and he's only he's only a step behind Luka Doncic, really. I reckon. Yeah, they're not far behind. Like bro, look at their stats. I don't reckon he gets enough credit. The main the main difference is the squads. Um, both teams are in like Trey's apparently a bit unsettled, not unsettled, but um, unhappy with the the roster he's got. Um, yeah. Did you see him shout out Vince Carter for the dunk contest, Bart? Yeah, I did, yeah. Love to see that yeah. in his final season. Imagine him leading, like, a half-decent team. Like, the Hawks, well, I'm looking at it now, they're 8-30. and 30, And he's been putting up numbers. Yeah. I guess he like he's the dude, so he's going to take the majority of the scoring load. But he could still but carve up in a decent team. Yeah, but it's even, like, I, I watched my Bulls today versus the Pelicans, and it's just as, like, Zach Levine tries to do, or does a lot, and he's so good. But he doesn't get enough help. Yeah. So, a lot of teams just put your best defender on him. Um, he's still got like 30, 36 points or something. Uh, don't know the exact figure, but um, carved up. But yet, because he doesn't have that um, second help, the second shot maker. Yeah. It's fucking, it's hard. Yeah. It, it is. So. Yeah. Anyway, I've got, this is my question for you. Yep. So, you know how you and like, and Brucey and heaps of other people would put shit on James Harden just yep. because he plays his... He's so individual and he's a ball hog and blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yep. So I was watching a video the other day and it was talking about the new sort of, the new how the NBA has developed in terms of style, in terms of scoring, how they spread the floor and how yep. like the three-point shot has become so popular. And I was saying, so James Harden, I'll ask you this first. Who's their best three-point shooter? Who's... James Harden. Houston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's James Harden. Who's the guy who's going to get that game-winning shot? 
Yeah. Who's nah, who's their Russell most? <laughs> <laughs> no, not Russell Westbrook. James Russell Harden. Westbrook. And it's like who's yeah. the who's like their most offensive threat? James Harden. So why wouldn't you want him taking not like all of the shots, but most of the shots? So you get what I, that I was saying. It's like he's the best shooter, so why not let him take all the shots? My theory is, is it works in the regular season. It's yeah. it's shown that. Yeah. In the playoffs, it gets called out because that's when teams seriously start to care. So that's yeah. when you get your Kawhi Leonard's and your Paul George's locking him down, and he's not going to get those shots. So during the regular season, you've got to be able to have all your guys scoring and have a threat, so you're not relying on one individual. Because what happens in the playoffs if he gets injured? Yeah. So you, you got to share the basketball. Yeah. And don't get me wrong; it's, it's it's a good valid point you got, but I just don't. I don't think it's that not going to get it done at the end of the year, at yeah. the end of the season. Especially like you look at that Clippers team when they can switch as well. They could put George, Leonard, Pat Bev. Yeah, they've got um, all on players. him. Their defensive team is nuts, and yeah. then and they've got scorers as well, like those yep. two way players plus um, Lou Williams. So. There you go. Reese Mawson called it here first. He's changing his prediction. Houston Rockets <laughs> to win the NBA on the back of James Harden and his individual forms as well. Said, mate. Uh, anyway, let's um let's jump into the world of the NFL. Massive week. Yeah, that was exciting. That was some exciting stuff. Two days of, of playoff football and just love being on holidays this time of year because you can watch all of it, which is grouse that um the best thing to come well that from it was tom brady and the patriots are out they're gone they are done and i um, that's that was the best thing from it no, that was our, the I first game sheet here are they is he officially done like is he gonna retire no nah, uh, he came out with his statement saying i'm gonna be back yeah you can see that game he finished on a he finished on a pick six yeah tom brady isn't gonna finish on a pick six <laughs> They um, they only lost by a touchdown. It was yeah. Um, I swear I had. They had a, they had a lot Scott. to do, um, go, coming down the stretch in the fourth there. Tennessee were up. What was it? Twenty to thirteen. Uh, I did have the score yeah, up here yeah, twenty to thirteen. I swear you moved it. Anyway, it was twenty to thirteen. But they had a bit of work to do coming down in the last few minutes, and then Tennessee's um, scored with not too long to go. It was fourteen thirteen, and then they had they scored Tennessee, and they had. 28 seconds or something yeah. the Patriots and that so it was all over before they had that last chance but it was all over and then Brady threw the pick six it's pretty crazy in the NFL like 28 seconds is a long time yeah if you can get out of bounds when you've got the ball and all that yeah and that's two minute play it's yeah. um especially for like Drew Brees is a he's perfect for it usually he's um his short game is mad yeah so the big the big thing in that game was the run game though for Tennessee they were, they were talking about how um, the Patriots basically only got in the playoffs this year because of their defense, not because of Tom Brady and their offense. Yep. And um, the run game from Tennessee just absolutely killed them. They even said they were going into halftime. They were talking to one of the the coaches and they said, "We've got to stop Derrick Henry from running," and they still couldn't do it in the second half. Day. And he just beasted it. He had 34 runs for 182 yards. So basically, he just ran all game. And um. But that's some good stats there because you think your average running back, he'd be happy if he got 90, 100 yards in game. Yep. And he got 182 in a playoff game against the Patriots. And it was the most the Patriots had ever conceded ever in a playoffs game by like 50 yards as well. So he absolutely smashed it over them. And like they couldn't stop him. 
Like every play, I had big plays designed for him, and he just had yards of room, and he was just running over guys. Even when guys were tackling him, he was unstoppable. It was just it was good to see, really. <laughs> First time um, the Pats are out so early in the playoffs in, what, five, ten years? I don't know the exact figure, but I know it's a bloody long time. And so it was the first time they were a wild card. Yeah, um, and they went sh- as well. Yeah, they went straight out. Yeah, the other. Oh, you go. I was gonna mention the next game. So. Okay. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, just some stats. Just something interesting. I, s- I, th- I think there may be a little bit of a trend happening across, maybe in terms of gameplay. But you look at this one. So it's Brady through twenty from thirty-seven for two hundred nine yards. So pretty shit. Yep. <laughs> and one interception, which turned into a pick six. Um, but then you look at uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's the, the Texans, uh, not Texans, the Titans quarterback. He threw for 8 for 15, 72 yards, 1 TD, 1, t- one interception. That's a lot more. That stat backs up how big the run game was for the Titans. Yep. And how basically Tannehill didn't do a whole lot. He did in the first half, he controlled the game well, but that was still off the back of Derrick Henry getting first downs the whole time. On you, Derrick. Good work, Derrick. <laughs> um... So that's one, and then you'll see. We'll move on to the next games, and then I'll point out a few more stats, and you'll see. Yeah. Sort of. So, um, but so I, I think the key to beating the Titans. Who's playing the Titans next week? Um, I've got it down here. It is the Ravens. The Ravens. So basically, you look at those stats, and you just think, how do we win? We stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. But can you stop Derrick Henry? That's well, it's going to be a very run-orientated game. That one. Yeah. So All right. Moving on. Close. Yeah. So the other big game on Sunday morning, um, our time was Houston. They came up massive in overtime. With JJ Watt with the um, he got the sack early sack. in the overtime. They got the ball back and Deshaun just took over. Mm. He, he was um, it was looking unlikely there. They came up with a big play, and that that obviously yeah. the play that set up the field goal was just how he didn't get folded in half is yeah. beyond me. Eh? Yeah, that was crazy. Like we pointed out, so Watson is in he's in the pocket, and he gets hit in the back, and he's going down. But then another linesman comes and hits him in the front and pushed him back up, stopped him going to the ground, <laughs> and then he made him go back up and he spun out of it, and then ran what twenty thirty yards down yeah, the field. And I'm pretty it was sure ridiculous. He, no, he picked up Hopkins, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he no. picked up Hopkins. That oh, was well, it was too. Play. Yeah, but that was yeah the play before was the run play. But yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but that was and just and like, then I was like, and Hop- what? I'm pretty sure it was Hopkins you found, wasn't it? Yeah, because Hopkins is their main receiver. Yeah, fucking, he's a pleasure to play with on Madden. <laughs> <laughs> and he um, played him all day. Played just step one of them and got all the way to the five yard line and yeah, field goal all that was over. Bob's yeah. your uncle. Huge play though. Um, so but yeah, the Bills they should have done better. They were up sixteen nil. Well, the Texans now have got... Yeah, they should have. Sorry, the Bills, yeah. 16-0. Good, good comeback, though. 19-19. Going into overtime. Um, and they've got the Chiefs this week. So and they've got they'll the be, Chiefs. They'll be an awesome game. Yeah. Sean versus Mahomes. Yeah. They'll be confident as well, I reckon, the Texans. They yeah. were at home for that one. They can go away. They go to Kansas. No one gives them a... Oh, it gives them a half chance. But Chiefs are obviously favourites. They can go there and try and razzle-dazzle and get it done. Stats for you here again. Deshaun Watson, 20 from 25 completions, 247 yards, one touchdown throw, obviously, 14 carries for 55 yards. Yep. All right, so uh, again, um, run game sort of quite a big influence there, even from not a running back from their quarterback. And then you look on the other side of the card, Josh Allen threw 24 
from 46. Um, 264 yards, nine runs, 92 yards. So he still had quite a few yards, but he threw nearly 20, uh, 20 more passes than Deshaun. And um, like a similar, similar score line, different tactic. It worked well, definitely, that first half. That's why they're up 16-0, and he was controlling the game really well. Josh Allen runs a b- yeah runs the ball a lot more than yeah. I thought he did. I um I didn't have too much information about those boys, but yeah, um, it was yeah. good watching. I only watched the last the last yeah. um, quarter. So again, it's just like the run game pretty prominent, and then you see that as well from Deshaun Watson, a quarterback, and then obviously we've seen what Lamar Jackson's done this year. And then the last two games, we'll just quickly touch on them. Yep. The Minnesota they had a big upset over the Saints, as we were just talking about with Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Drew Brees also gone. The two big quarterbacks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I had the sa- I had the Saints winning it. Um, Drew Brees looked locked in from all the videos coming out of um, New Orleans there. Yeah, where he's doing his um, the um, you know he's doing it in his head. So he's out in the. Did you ever see the video? Yeah, yeah. Running uh, through the plays. Yeah, running through the, the plays. No um, no ball. Just pretending to snap it like and then throwing it to a receiver. What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he was at the New Orleans versus Bulls game today with his kids. Winding down. Oh, was he? Season, yep. There you go. Um, Not on suicide watch anymore? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, that went into overtime um, and Drew Brees didn't even get to touch the ball because Kirk Cousins just went, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. took it to the end zone. Yeah. Um, it's like, it brings up the that debate again of the the overtime rule they have. It's different to oh sorry a bit different to like what the nrl has in terms of golden point it's if so if you go down if you have first possession and you kick a field goal the other team gets the ball back and they have a chance to drive and either kick a field goal or score a touchdown yeah so if you score the touchdown straight away though game's over yeah so it's an it's interesting can you say should the other team get the ball back should well, they get a chance to have one drive well your defense should be good enough is the the point against it like your defense should be good enough to stop them from getting into that position yeah so which i don't mind so the rules yeah yes and no I've yeah it's it's i haven't looked too much into it or have too much thought but i don't mind i like it the way it is i think it's fair for a field goal they get the ball back yeah but if you're good enough to go 100 yards and score a touchdown you deserve to win the game, game yeah. and if your defense isn't good enough you deserve to lose yeah yep all right so um Drew Brees, will he be back next year is the, the biggest question because um, they've got, oh, forget it, they're back up. But Taysom Hill? Is it Taysom Hill? Is well, he was the guy who outshone him in the whole game because he threw um, one ball <laughs> for 50 yards and he ran like, he just got the ball off the snap and just ran through people. When he had got there, he had four runs, 50 yards and a touchdown reception from Drew Brees as well. He did everything. Is he the backup quarterback? Is that I think so, is? yeah. yeah. But it's weird because he's, he's a battering man. Like, he's an athlete, that guy. And they were sort of coming down the stretch. They were swapping Breeze and Hill repeatedly, but like snap by snap, even some points, which was interesting to see. Yeah. And that's why you saw Drew Breeze through for a touchdown to Taysom Hill. And he was, like, he'd get the ball and he just run. He only threw it once. That's what Ravens he, he ran four times. That's what, 50 yards. that's what Ravens were doing last year before um, when they first drafted Lamar. They were yeah. sort of mixing him up, sort of didn't know where to, where to play him. But that will be interesting. Um, yeah. In the, in the again, fi- the run game. The run oh game no. is there. In the final game, um, Seattle probably it they did grind away win um, over over Philly. Um, went down when uh, went down injured um, early on in the game. 
so they went back to their backup quarterback. Obviously, not the same, um, the same backup as they would like in Nick Foles, who's yeah. who's over at the Jags. So, um, they couldn't repeat their success from two thousand and seventeen. Was it two years ago? Uh, yeah. So when they beat the Pats, yeah. So Seattle were they're um. I, I had a message Smoky? from um, from Ryan Willis actually saying get on the um, get on the Seahawks train because him and his old man are massive Seahawks fans. Yeah. So Dixon, Dixon. No, fans. no, no. Because they they've um, I believe Rob when it Rob went out to college over there. Corey's yeah. old man. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how it eventually happened, but he was a Seattle fan. So. Yeah. That's, that's um. That was a good win. That was just a, a grindy, solid win. That yeah. uh, that their wide wide with the wide receiver DK Metcalf, the rookie. Yep. The big physical specimen of a human. He was big, man. He he had a lot of yards. I don't have the stats down there, but he a lot of receptions. And um, Russell Wilson looked to him like in big moments in that game, and he delivered. But they got a good combo, and he's he'd be hard to stop. Like even he can get a bit of separation. He's quick, and then like you got to pull him down once he's got the ball, and you showed it. That was a big game by. a um, a rookie. Yeah. Uh, now what's that? So that leaves heading into the next round of playoffs. We got we got the Vikings and the 49ers. Yep. They'll be at San Fran. Titans and the Ravens at Baltimore. Texans versus the Chiefs. Yep. And the Seahawks versus the Packers. Yeah, so it's come down to the business end now. So yeah. it looks like it'll be, I reckon, probably Ravens-Chiefs for a Super Bowl spot. Yep. And then I'm going to go with... Seahawks and 49ers. I'm going to go with that as well. I'm going to take the Seahawks to that beat the Packers at Green Bay. Massive rivalry. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, quickly, before we shut down this pod and get on to the next one with Cuzzy Bro, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to myself <laughs> for uh, tip of the week. Oh, you can't give yourself a didn't happen. It was bloody close. Oh, you got out on 64, you Australia idiot. to win on day four. Manus and Steve to both get a century. Steve threw away his wicket like an idiot, but I'm giving myself it because Manus got a double hundred, so that <laughs> makes up. That makes up for take. What would he at sixty three? So take thirty seven runs off Manus's double hundred. Give it to Steve. Nah, money because I would have lost my bet. Money in the which bank. I didn't tell you boys, but I got on him getting the double century. Yeah, on the day we went. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you, Reese. Well done, yeah. man. Yeah, nah, so um, um, and yeah, keep. You um, keep your eye on that Nick Kyrgios Ash Barty bet. I've still got it there. Ash Barty lost today to number fifty-four in the world, some American girl. Yeah, she just wants to chill. Before Nick, the uh, that's what I thought. But Nick Kyrgios is fired up to win an Australian Open this year. I reckon he's, he's, got, he's got fire I'm, in his I'm eye. I'm coming around ever since um, he's come out where the Aussie public he is wants somewhat he backing wants him purely yeah. because of the. I think he just wants to hit so many fucking aces, so he raises money. Yeah, good on him. Hundred. Um, I've got actually one quick story to mention to you. Okay. Um, yesterday I was just cruising down to Cronulla with uh, Monique and I, and we bumped into Taylor Lombardi. Yeah. Um, she was dating Marcelo Montoya, so hopefully we get him on the pod one day. And the other news is she works at Today FM, so they're going to give us a child. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Oh, I tried to G it up. She's like, oh, if we ever need that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're If we ever need a fill-in on like a Wednesday night at 3 a.m., we'll give you a call. <laughs> That's sweet. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they need... Uh, once Grant Denier and whoever else hosts that shit breakfast show, <laughs> we're a chance. Oh, sure. Surely, they, they, yeah, need they need some young blood. They need some, like a 6am to 9am, just all of sport. How good would that be? It doesn't even need to be sport. Sport can be 
for Thursday or Friday thing, and we just talked shit the other time. We were pretty good at that, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll be back. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Obviously, you'll hear this straight after the other, but um, we'll go get Cousy Jay, and we're pretty excited to have him on, so get keen, people. Rip in. All right.